BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Five months have passed since Hamas brutally attacked Israel, launching a vicious war for Israel's very survival. As Israel fights for her existence, so many people around the world, even in America, Israel's greatest ally, have turned their backs on the Israeli people right when they need friends the most. Friends like us. The International Fellowship of Christians and Jews is on the ground in Israel, delivering critically needed emergency supplies to those suffering right now. There is an immediate need for essentials like food, medicine, and emergency supplies for hundreds of thousands of suffering Jews. Many cannot return to their homes because of rocket fire in the north from Hezbollah. Israel is in desperate need and that's why I'm partnering with the fellowship today. Every donation is urgently needed. To give to IFCJ, visit supportifcj.org. That's one word supportifcj.org. Your gift will be matched to double in impact and help provide twice the support. Supportifcj.org. God bless and thank you. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that. Free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, and 15 gigs of data and a mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash jesse and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, go to puretalk.com slash jesse to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. You don't have to dip forever. You know that, Ryan. You don't have to smoke forever. And the reason I say it like that is I have been that guy. I've been that guy. I dipped for so long. And what would happen is I would decide I'm going to quit. That's bad for me. I'm going to quit. I'm a man. I don't need any help. I'm just going to quit cold turkey. And I would fail time and time and time again. I tried things like the patch. That didn't work. Gum, sunflower seeds. I, I tried it all. It's just a matter of finding the right thing to help you quit. That's Jake's Mint Chew. Go, put in your dip. Just make sure it's Jake's Mint Chew. It's tobacco-free. It's nicotine-free. It's even sugar-free. And I highly recommend, just a personal choice, I highly recommend their CBD pouches because it really helps take that extra edge off. Get a jakesmintchew.com. That's Jake's Mint 
chew.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE at checkout. When you do that, you get 10% off. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. How do you get to a point of rebellion in a country? I thought, in the wake of what happened yesterday, I thought it would be very, very, very helpful today to kick off the show talking about how we got to our rebellion in this country, our initial one, the American Revolution. Obviously, I have many, many thoughts on yesterday. Thoughts on how we got to the occupation of the U.S. Capitol. Thoughts on where we're going from there. Thoughts on who did occupy the U.S. Capitol. Thoughts on the shooting. I saw the woman shot. I've seen several videotapes of it now. And I'm going to have a different take on virtually all these things than everybody else. Which is probably why you listen to the show. I'm Jesse Kelly. You can find me on social media at Jesse Kelly DC on Twitter, on Instagram. Same thing. They're going to kick me off of both eventually. You can also find me on Parler and Facebook. They just are. They've already kicked off the president. It's, it's all coming now. Before we get to yesterday, let's look at yesteryear. <laughs> right, Chris? How about that word magic? <laughs> In all seriousness, the American Revolution, how did that happen? There are a lot of things people misunderstand. I don't even know if that's a word about the American Revolution. But let us begin. You remember, it was just, I swear I did not plan this because I didn't know they were going to occupy the Capitol building. But just two, three days ago, we did a quick little show, quick little history story on the French and Indian War, the Seven Years War. And I'm not going to recap that show, but just know it was mid-1700s, took place in Europe, and took place here in North America. And at the end of that French and Indian War, Britain was victorious. And people do not realize how huge that was when it comes to causing our own revolution, which would take place a short time later. Why? Well... Thankfully, we don't have to worry about this problem here in America, but the debt was a really big deal at the end of the French and Indian War. I mean, we, we have our financial house in order, so we don't have to stress that. But Britain, I, I know, I know we, you and I can't relate, Britain had spent way too much money by the end of that war. How much had they spent? Well, I'm not going to bore you with numbers and and, you know, this many pounds and this and that, because that all gets lost. You have to try to figure out, well, adjusted for inflation, that would be like $20 trillion today. Just know, seven years, their national debt doubled. Doubled. But you're still the British Empire. And the British Empire was, at that time, the largest, most powerful country in the world by a country mile. 
They had colonies all over the globe. And America, don't think of it as America yet because it was not. America was one of those colonies. It was just one of several. Remember, they were all over the globe. Now, they they liked us. They thought America could be a, a fruitful colony, but it was still just a colony for them. And you need to understand for our story today, the British mercantile system is what they called it at the time. They had an economy that was closed, for lack of a better word. And this is what I mean by closed. I'm going to make up a couple things here, so don't take these you know, as, as facts. I'm just trying to explain how it works. Let's say Britain had a colony in Madagascar. I don't even know if they did. I made that up. And in Madagascar, they, uh, they had a spice, a cinnamon. They, they grew cinnamon in Madagascar. It was huge. Well, if you're Madagascar and you're a British colony, you don't get to just sell your cinnamon to anybody who wants to buy your cinnamon. You don't get to sell it to France. You don't get to sell it to the Netherlands, to China, to anybody else. You must send that cinnamon through the British system before it can be sold outside of the British system. Britain will take it in. Maybe they'll take it in as pure cinnamon. Maybe they'll take it in and make something else with it as well. And then once it's filtered through the British system, once they've had their chunk of the pie and done what they want with it, then you can sell it off. It's called a mercantile system. Maybe it'll get back to you. Maybe it won't. And it's not as, honestly, and while I'm obviously on the American side in the British Revolution, or in the American Revolution, it's not as terrible as I just made it sound. It's not abusive, and it wasn't meant to be abusive. It was meant to keep goods and services in Britain to make sure they're getting a slice of the pie, which they felt they deserve, and since they had taken over, they kind of did deserve it, right? So understand that. Now, back to what I was talking about, the French and Indian War. It ends. Britain's national debt has doubled. Well, why don't you do a quick little Google search, as we often do, or whatever your search engine is, and look at America's national debt today. Look up American national debt pie chart. I want you to look at a pie chart of it. Let's see here. I'm going to do it along with you. This is really great radio. America national debt pie chart. What do you see? What are you looking at right now? Where does the government money go? You see that gigantic portion of the circle? Biggest portion of the circle, depending on which one you're looking at? What's that say? Military. Military expenses are gigantic. They're nation-breaking. Nation-breaking. You've just finished a long war. You're Britain. You've doubled your national debt. You're looking at your own 1700s version of a pie chart and saying to yourself, we have got to make some cuts. You see, this was an era where governments actually did make cuts when they were trying to do things. Not that we'd know anything about that. Britain looks, Britain's horrified. They start to make cuts to their military. One of the big places they cut to close that budget shortfall was America. But 
just so you and I are on the same page where America was at this time. America was, yes, the east coast of it was settled. Anything west of that was starting to be considered the frontier and was still heavily, heavily Indian country. And the Indians in the United States of America at this time, I realize this is a catch-all thing. There are a million different tribes and there were different allegiance levels. Just know I'm talking generalities here. The Indians at this point were now painfully aware they were in the process of being taken over. Therefore, they're getting more and more hostile towards the Europeans by the day. They're starting to slaughter settlers in ugly ways. And I don't have to tell you how those rumors spread. One settler gets slaughtered in this place with an arrow in his heart. By the time that word gets clear up to Boston, the Indians skin 20 people alive, including small children. You know what I mean? And Britain chooses this time, again, kind of understandably, but chooses this time to pull back the military forces in North America, thus taking away vital protections the colonists loved. Their people were getting slaughtered. Hey, where's our sovereign? Where's Britain? They're, 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 we're British here. Where's Britain? And Britain's looking at them in the eyes of the colonists and saying, oh, sorry, you're on your own, peasant. Now, that was bad enough. We've talked a whole lot about the, the, the need for protection or you don't like your nation anymore. Britain decides to do something else to close that budget shortfall. That thing they really, really, really shouldn't have done. And this is all going to lead into what happened at the Capitol yesterday and what's still to come. I have many, many thoughts, as you can imagine. Hang on. The Jesse Kelly Show. You're never completely ready to adopt a teen. For late nights writing English papers. For your teen's music taste. For dinners, where they talk more on their phone than with you. For the first time, they call you mom. You're never completely ready to adopt a teen, and you can't imagine the reward. To learn more about adopting a teen, visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Part-time job, full-time hustle, all-time Shiro to all of us. You nurture, we listen. You teach, we thrive. You lift our spirits, but we've got to lay down the truth. It's time for you, our Shiro, to stretch for the stars. Start saving more for retirement now so you can feel prepared and live your life to the fullest. Get free tips to help boost your retirement savings now at aceyourretirement.org slash Shiro. A message brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Let me explain something before I get back to my story here. What's happening in America is not about Trump. He's certainly part of it. It is not about Trump. Tell your friends, tell your family. It is so much bigger than Donald Trump. I will explain how we got to what happened yesterday in the Capitol. I will explain where we're going 
And at the end of our little story here of the American Revolution, what led up to it, I will tell you the gigantic mistakes the powers that be are making as we speak. But first, okay, French and Indian War ended. British polling back military protection for American colonists who are now getting raped and pillaged by Indians. Britain does something else. They decide they're going to pass a tax. Now, I do have to clarify this. Americans were not taxed heavily at all. I mean, at all. In fact, of the entire British Empire at this point in time, Americans were paying less in taxes than virtually everyone else. But during a time... When government resources were getting less and less available, when military protections getting less available, people were getting angry, Britain decides to pass the Sugar Act. What was the Sugar Act? Well, remember I said that mercantile system kept everything in-house. If you want to buy sugar, you have to buy British-controlled sugar or sugar that, you know, has at least been through the British ringer first. Americans were and are keenly aware of a better way of doing things, a cheaper way of doing things. A bunch of American merchants were not going to sit and take a sugar tax on the chin, so they started smuggling. America has a rich, rich history in piracy and smuggling and supporting piracy and smuggling. And you know what? That's freaking awesome. (laughs) So Britain, because they're trying to raise money from this tax, they start really not understanding the anger levels that are starting to brew they decide they're going to do what? What's the response to every gov- every time government's defied at all? Cracking down. We're going to start stopping ships. Obviously, when you start stopping and inspecting ships, you're going to catch up a bunch of law-abiding people in these inspections as well. Stop. I'm with Britain. Allow me to come aboard. Allow me to dig through your things. Now you're taking somebody who wasn't angry before, and now they're getting angry. Or you're taking somebody who was slightly angry before, and now they're really angry. Or you took somebody who was really angry already, and now they're flat-out murderous. Are you seeing the problem as it's building and it's building and it's building? Yeah. Any of this starting to sound familiar? Yeah. They moved right on from the Sugar Act and felt like, well... We need to raise even more money. And frankly, they did need to raise more money. And they did kind of rightfully think the colonies, the American colonies, should be the ones paying off a lot of this debt since it was us they viewed they were protecting with the French and Indian War. They decide to pass one of the dumbest taxes I've ever heard in my entire life. It's called the Stamp Act. No, it was not a a tax on stamps. It was any paper product you purchased, you had to pay a tax on it. That's basically what it was. And I mean, this went well beyond legal documents, although legal documents were not only part of it. If your legal documents did not have the stamp, they were not legal documents. They were null and void. You could sign a gigantic contract and they would come in and nullify all of it unless you had this stamp with it. It was 
newspapers, magazines, playing cards. And what this did, what the, the difference between the Stamp Act and the Sugar Act, the Sugar Act was really kind of a an annoyance and an attacks on rich people, on merchants, on importers and exporters. The average Joe doesn't really feel the Sugar Act too much. Maybe his sugar goes up in price a little here and there, but he doesn't feel that. You know who read things and dealt in paper back then in the 1700s? Everybody. It's all there was. No radio, no TV. Playing cards were, were had the Stamp Act on them. So at a time when the colonists are getting restless, colonists are feeling abandoned by Britain, there's anger and resentment out there. Now you just passed a tax on everybody. On each and every single person. Now the anger is starting to boil. Now we're starting to see physical manifestations of the anger out there. Again, stop me if any of this is sounding familiar in America today. Now we start to see. See, Britain had tax collectors. Americans start burning them in effigy. Not burning the actual tax collectors, but they would just flat out make one of the little straw dummies of the tax collector and they'd burn him in effigy, sometimes in front of the tax collector's home. That word starts getting around. Americans start trashing government buildings. Stop me, please, if any of this is sounding familiar. Riots begin breaking out. Britain starts to realize, okay, we we have a problem on our hands. You see, Britain understood there was a problem. They just didn't seem to fully wrap their arms around what the problem was. When you're in Britain or when you're in Washington, D.C., you just cannot seem to grasp the level of anger and why it's there. There is such a danger for all of us, you, me, D.C., everybody, in living in a bubble. Be careful about living in a bubble. Britain actually decides they're going to eliminate both taxes. Good call, right? Good call. But on top of eliminating the taxes, they decided to do something else that was so stupid. It was, it was looking back, it was so idiotic. And our government's going to do this exact same kind of thing, and they already are, and it's so stupid. I can't believe people can't see it. You see, Britain could have just eliminated the taxes, and people would have calmed down and realized, okay, every, we have to live together here. You're not happy. All right, we're, taxes are gone. We'll figure out something else. Instead, they decide to do something called the Declaratory Act. What did it do? Well, not really anything. It wasn't a new tax or anything. What it was, it was simply a declaration to the colonists that we are in charge, not you. It was like a gigantic government middle finger to the colonies saying, oh, yeah, no more riots. Don't forget, we're running things around here. Now people are really, really, really mad. Now they're really mad. 
And now you're starting to get groups, groups like you probably have heard of before if you were paying attention in American history, groups like the Sons of Liberty. Now you're having organized groups out there, anti-British groups, which leads us to a couple other things, the, the final things that really started the American Revolution. America, then and, and now really, and Britain, they loved tea. Well, Britain had a really great thing going. Remember the mercantile system we talked about in the beginning with the tea? Britain had their own company called the British East India Company. You've heard of it before. It's like the most powerful company in history. I know you're not going to find this shocking, but they were in India. And they would take the things like tea and bring them around the world on behalf of Britain. Uh, Americans... They didn't want to pay those British taxes on tea anymore. Hang on, I'll finish this up and then tell you about what happened yesterday, why it happened, and what's coming. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, We'll probably stay together. Probably? It's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, don't tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. About to give you my thoughts on what happened yesterday, how we got there, where we're going to go from here. But I am, I thought it was a good day today to give you the little walk up to the American Revolution, the original one. You see, you remember that East India Company, the British East India Company, bringing all the tea into America? Britain decides Americans need a new tax, a tariff on imports. Americans are furious. They're absolutely furious. First, you controlled the tea. Now you're you're cracking down more on us. By the way, it should be noted, Americans were already smuggling in Dutch tea, trying to save some money. And this is the point in time where something interesting happened. I mean, it's all interesting, but this is one of those ramp-up moments. And pay attention, because we're starting to see these right now in the United States of America where things go from one level to a whole different level. The Massachusetts State Legislature. Remember, America is a British colony at this point in time, and the Massachusetts State Legislature is part of the British governmental system. It's not an American legislature. They're not flying an American flag out front. That One of those didn't even exist yet. 
It's part of the British governmental system. They decide they're going to spread, documented, a boycott of British tea. Americans begin to boycott British tea, and part of the system, part of the in-crowd, stepped up on behalf of the Americans and started pushing the same thing. Britain, once again, as governments do, as governments did then and governments do now, Britain once again decides to take all the wrong steps to calm down the American situation. They send a freaking warship to Boston Harbor just to patrol Boston Harbor as a show of strength against the colonists. Britain starts seizing boats. They seize John Hancock's boat. Maybe you've heard of him. That's the huge signature on the Declaration of Independence, in case you're curious. Then they move troops into Boston. Boston is Boston is, is ground zero for the revolution. They move troops into Boston. They occupy Boston. Think about how drastic of a step that is. Remember, these people consider themselves at this point, well, they are, they're, they're British. Americans are British. They're just British colonists. What's that look like for you? You wake up tomorrow morning. U.S. Marines are patrolling your city. But they're not patrolling your city to protect you. They're patrolling your city on behalf of the government against you. How's that look? How's that feel? Those are your guys, right? How's that look? How's that feel? Obviously, the violent riots stop when the British troops move in, but now you've taken a situation and you've poured even more gasoline on the anger fire. How bad does it get? Well, it's still Boston. Boston's still this way today. It's why they're awesome. They start surrounding these troops and yelling at them. Not being really violent with them, but really, I mean, these are riots lots of the time. They'll they'll take 20 guys and surround a, a random century or two and start screaming at them, calling them names. They start finding the British politicians, the, the British government officials. They start protesting in front of their homes. The tension is now boiling through the roof. And during one of these demonstrations in front of a British a government official's home, the government official takes a shot out the window. Why does he take a shot out the window? Is he an evil tyrant? No, the, the rioters were starting to get more and more violent and they were throwing rocks through the windows. One of the rocks hits the government official's wife. He grabs a rifle, as you or I might, and takes a shot out the window. Except he hits somebody. And hitting anybody at this point in time would have been a bad idea. It would have taken a bad situation and made it worse. He hit a 12-year-old boy who died. 
this 12-year-old boy becomes a symbol. They have a funeral, a public funeral for the 12-year-old boy to make an example of him, to make a demonstration of him, and 2,000 people show up for it. Which leads us to one of the final things, the final thing, really, that caused the American Revolution. The Boston Massacre. It was just a century. It was just one British century standing guard out there, not harassing anybody, keeping the peace. One person began shouting at him, screaming at him. Soon it's a hundred people surrounding him, shouting at him, screaming at him. Soon this century is understandably afraid, gets some reinforcements, about six of them. They stand there getting shouted at, shouted at, getting screamed at. Finally, the protesters, rioters, start throwing snowballs. They start throwing rocks. They start throwing bottles. One of these guys gets hit by a bottle. He gets up, levels his rifle, takes a shot. His other friends start taking shots. By the time the night is over, 11 people are shot, colonists. Five of them are dead. And then it's on. That was a, an extremely abridged version of how we got into the American Revolution. But was that a simple thing that got us here? Is it one thing? I just talked to you for, what, 20 minutes? How many things did I go through? A little here, a little there, a little injustice here, a little anger there, a little abuse here, a little neglect there. And when things are going poorly, when tensions are rising, an out-of-touch government, out-of-touch people in power, could not seem to understand the anger levels. They couldn't understand the reasons behind the anger. And because they failed to understand the anger level and the reasons behind the anger, what did they do? Well, they did the same things they'd been doing, only more. Doubling down on the injustice. Doubling down on this. Doubling down on that. You see... The U.S. Capitol occupied yesterday. Obviously not, not a great scene, right? I'm not as worried about the U.S. Capitol being occupied as I am the conclusions people are drawing from it. It is critical to learn valuable lessons when you see real anger from the public, especially when that anger starts to manifest itself more physically, more violently. I'm seeing things from the left and the right in response to yesterday that have absolutely shocked me. I'm going to tell you about some of those things I'm seeing, and we're going to talk about some of the lead-up into yesterday. Hang on.
Talk Radio Revolution, Jesse Kelly. Doctors Trusted CBD Company went out and researched the whole CBD industry to find the best CBD. Let me tell you why I love that. You see, I've, I've chosen CBD for a long time, long time. And I've had so many great experiences with it where I take it and I'm like, wow, that is really effective. Worked, worked, worked exactly like I wanted. And then I've had so many experiences where I take it and I don't, I don't feel like it took anything. And then I figured it out. All CBD is not the same. It's not the same. Some is quality. Some is garbage. So when I found out Doctors Trusted CBD Company went out and found the best, that was music to my ears. And every single thing I buy from Doctors Trusted CBD has been outstanding. Go to DoctorsTrustedCBD.com. That's DoctorsTrustedCBD.com. Use the promo code JESSE. That gets you 5% off and a free lip balm. Jesse Kelly. Back soon. Remember, you can catch the whole show if you miss it live. You can catch the whole show. Chris puts up a podcast of it on iHeart, Google, Spotify, on iTunes. Leave a five-star rating and leave a review talking about how handsome I am. I am the Oracle, after all, Chris. It's hilarious because I keep making these predictions that come true. I mean, I called, I've been calling yesterday for years, and thank you for your emails boosting my ego telling me about that. Now people are starting to call me the Oracle when I gave myself the nickname. <laughs> Chris, I want business cards. Let's get business cards and I'll have the Oracle on there. Only I'll have all the nicknames on there. Jesse, the Oracle, Steel, Shogun. <laughs> yes, like my Marine buddy who put doctor on all his so he could get chicks. Oh, it worked too. We're shameless. Absolutely shameless. I want you to I want you to remember something. Like we just talked about when it comes to the American Revolution. These things don't happen all at once. They do not happen all at once. There is a lead up to it. There are events multiple that lead to it. And this person will make this bad decision. And this person will make that bad decision. And this mistake is made. And that mistake is made. You have these constant ramp-up moments where the anger is going up and up and up and up. What happened yesterday was years in the making. Years in the making. Not days. Years. That's the truth. People feel right now as if they cannot get justice. People on the right feel, one, their culture has been ripped away from them. It has. Two, they feel as if there are two different sets of laws. One for people in the government club, people who are on the left, and then one for them. They do. And there are a lot of contributing factors to that. Remember Lois Lerner? 
Told you this was years in the making. Remember Barack Obama's head of the IRS who used her position as head of the tax-collecting arm of the federal government to attack opponents of the president? Remember all that prison time Lois Lerner got for that? Oh, yeah, there wasn't any. This is an exact headline from the New York Times from this summer. Remember when Black Lives Matter and Antifa were taking over police precincts, burning down businesses, murdering people across every major U.S. city in America? Remember that? I mean, it wasn't that long ago. This is a headline from the New York Times. Why charges against protesters are being dismissed by the thousands. And this is the little under part of it. Prosecutors declined to pursue many of the cases because they concluded the protesters were exercising their basic civil rights. People watching their cities burn, nobody being held to account for it. More anger and more anger and more anger. Here's another headline related. Yelp data shows 60% of business closures due to coronavirus pandemic are now permanent. Oh, wait, there's another headline that goes with it nicely. Headline, Amazon third quarter or earnings soar as pandemic sales triple profits. More injustice. More for the haves. More crap on the have-nots. Headline, New York City imposes fines of up to $1,000 for those who refuse to wear masks. What's the next one that goes with it nicely? Headline, video shows maskless Governor Cuomo hanging out with the mayor of Savannah, Georgia. And I could go on and on and on for an entire show. Don't listen to anybody who tells you yesterday was a response uh, based on Trump. Based on this one thing or that one thing, what happened yesterday, that ugly scene we all watched play out yesterday was years and years and years in the making. And it's not just what happened yesterday that has me worried. Let's assume, if, if that was some kind of one-off random event, maybe I wouldn't even be, I wouldn't even think about it. It's not that. It's that the response to it is shockingly tone deaf. Shockingly tone deaf. I'm stunned by what I've seen today, by what I saw yesterday. I actually saw, I mean, there's a headline here that it came from Representative Ilhan Omar, but I saw multiple people on the right backing this up. Headline, Representative Ilhan Omar says she's drawing up articles of impeachment against President Trump over the Capitol rioting and right-wing pundits and politicians got on board with it immediately. I cannot think of a single thing that would blow the powder keg of America faster and worse than doubling down on impeaching the president. Are you people out of your minds? Yeah, I'm not done. Newton Group Transfer. They are here to help you if you're stuck in a timeshare. These stories from people 
who have these timeshares and can't get out of them, they're shocking. These timeshare companies, not all of them, but so many, they get their hooks into you and you can't give them up. You can't give them up or they'll, they'll do things like they charge you thousands of dollars. One girl, she got past her timeshare when her mother passed away. She gets past the timeshare, doesn't want the timeshare, doesn't use the timeshare. They tell her she can get out of it for $4,000. She has to come up with a $4,000 check. This is not right, it's unjust, and Newton Group Transfers is here to help you. If you are in a timeshare and want out or know someone who is, call 888-845-3773. That's 888-84-JESSE, or go to timesharejesse.com, Newton Group Transfer. They will help you out. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation supports America's greatest heroes, U.S. service members and first responders who die or are catastrophically injured in the line of duty and homeless veterans. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs honor the sacrifices made for us by the men and women who risked their lives and bodies for our country and our communities. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America with over 80 runs walks and climbs a year and dozens of golf outings and barbecues the tunnel to towers 9-11 institute educates kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about america's darkest day while helping our nation keep its vow to never forget more than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to tunnel to towers goes to its programs never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes donate 11 dollars a month to tunnel to towers at t2t.org that's t the number two t.org Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Hey, it's Jesse Kelly. It's time for you to join half a million people in doing what? Well, doing something cool. Get a Burna Less Lethal Pistol. That's Burna, B-Y-R-N-A. It fires powerful ammunition, tear gas, kinetic ammo, incapacitates an attacker for 30, 40 minutes. Having a less lethal option is crucial. It's legal in all 50 states. No background checks are required. They ship it right to your door. B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Jesse gets you an exclusive 10% discount.